Episode 97 <laughs> of Stick and Ring Podcast <laughs> coming at you from Discord once again because life fucking sucks. How's it going, guys? Oh, harder, baby. You know what? I'm 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 pretty content. Okay. Good uh, good to know that whenever life sucks, raffles are a good thing. <laughs> it's all about balance. It's like the it's like a it's like a yin and yang kind of situation, you know? Yeah. Fuck everyone else, I, I'm chilling. There's a better word of than yin and yang. It's called introverted. That's what it is. Hundred percent. Um Josh, how you doing? <laughs> Is your attitude okay, like I, your hair and just looking stupid or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just sorry. rude. Yeah, that was big time mean. Yeah, that <laughs> big was time mean, and but, I'm not um, in a good mood. Yeah, signing off. Uh, <laughs> no, I, is it is it just me or have the stars aligned where whenever a new Call of Duty comes out, <laughs> we go back into lockdown? Is that just kind of the thing that we're we're seeing right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I would say, and I feel like that's why Raf's extra happy or just extra content, if that's the right wording that you use. Because I get to stay <laughs> home and play more video games. <laughs> you get to stay home, and there's a new Call of Duty coming out. Like, what could be greater for you? Hell yeah, dude! Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna lose your job again. Totally <laughs> fine because Call of Duty uh, Cold War is coming out on Wednesday. So here we go. He's gonna come home and say, "Mom, mom, I got laid off again. Let's fucking go." It comes out this Wednesday. I thought it was Thursday, dude. Somebody asked me oh, if they, if they wanted. Uh, somebody asked me if they wanted to take my thir- Wednesday shift today, so I might. <laughs> I might just <laughs> dude sell that shit. Get yeah. rid of it, man. Get rid of it. Gonna do a quick. Um, but yeah, we're back in lockdown, boys. Uh, yeah. Where do you guys like right now? Where are you guys actually like doing as we're doing this? I'm sitting on my bed. I just finished a beer. At the start of the podcast, which really doesn't bode well for the next forty-five minutes to an hour, okay. But uh, I'm sitting, sitting in bed. I usually have my dick in my hand, but not right now. Maybe later. (laughs) Raph, what are you doing? Uh, I am just chilling in my room. Uh, Found out the game does not come out on Wednesday, so I'm kind of disappointed. But uh, sorry, (laughs) I've got a. I'm just chilling, man, hanging out. Okay, okay. Nap. Got a nice bottle of wine waiting for me downstairs after this, and I'm ready to go. Dude, I'm literally like looking like a serial killer right now. I'm staring at a black screen TV. I'm like Chris Kyle in that scene of the Sniper movie. Uh, what is it called again? American Sniper, where he's like thinks he's watching TV when really it's just like PTSD and shit. That's what I'm doing. Can you it's put it really? In, can you put it what? onto the Static Channel? No, that's weird. Because that's like the, the fireplace ring. channel. Is that's kind the of, ring. Yeah, that's thing. kind of therapeutic. Yeah, that is. Oh, the ring that thing. is yeet. <laughs> yeah, but. It, <laughs> fuck's sakes oh my god uh, um, um um what was i gonna say um i'm okay you know what we're gonna talk about the covid <laughs> restrictions later in the episode but i'll just make one point of saying that i'm already pretty fucking pissed off that my social <laughs> life is gone and i'm in a very bad mood today i literally i there are fucking inanimate objects that did more than i did today like there are tree, there are trees in the forest that had more movement than I did today. From the second of the first kickoff of 10 a.m. football, I don't think I moved. I didn't make breakfast until two o'clock. So what? So and that was that was so like a out, late lunch. Yeah, pretty much. That was that was, and that was completely out of spite of like the world saying that I can't go hang out with friends. It was like, you know what? If that's the way you want to do it, then I'll just sit here. Yeah, we'll see. And you just wins. sat there. Yeah, and you just I think I, I, I think I won. <laughs> I think I beat them. Oh my god. <laughs> um okay, but we should we should uh so we got we got some good topics set in for episode 97 today. Uh we're obviously through Discord if you're a if you're a uh, non-Vancouver listener, which I'll make a point to tell you guys. I haven't told you guys this yet, but I've been looking at our like our our plays per country. Dude, we we got like listeners in New Zealand. We got some in Puerto Rico, dude. There's some out there, man. Oh, are no you way. are we are we sure that uh stew disco stew is just not on like a world tour right now <laughs> just like spreading covid and he's just listening to the pod wherever he goes or what do you think he, <laughs> is that like a super spreader intention like he just lands in a country puts tongue in one girl's mouth and then just goes to the next country 
Exactly. <laughs> and then while he's making love to said female, he has stick and ring podcast playing on in the background. That's sexy. No, yeah. I, I, I mean, Disco Steve can only be one guy, but we got some listeners out there. So for those people, I mean, we're out in Vancouver, BC, getting fucked by Bonnie Henry on the restrictions. Shout out New Zealand. <laughs> zero cases, hey? uh, Oh, JK, six I, cases as of November 8th. My bad. Sorry, New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough Way look. to rub it in. That was, yeah. that was me. <laughs> Uh, but in other Canadian news, I think the biggest story coming out of today in kind of the no hockey world, meaning pop culture world, is the passing of Alex Trebek, man. That's, that's a huge, huge news. I mean, it wasn't quite – I talked to Josh about this a little bit. It wasn't quite a huge shock because of his diagnosis like two years ago. But yeah, definitely yeah. like a, an icon and, and like a universally loved person that, that passed away today. Uh, yeah. your, your thoughts, uh, Draffle. On Alex Trebek Trebek passing away? Yeah. Well, it's obviously obviously sad. Like, there's a giant part of, I'm sure, all of our childhoods that is now just going to kind of slowly fade away in memory. You know what I mean? Oh, God. Definitely not my childhood. I did not watch Jeopardy when I was a child. What? But. Wait, really? Loser. uh, I didn't watch it as a child. Well, I didn't understand it. The questions are so fucking, like, mature. Why would you watch those questions and it just confused you a little bit because you're a little, you know. You're a simp. Uh, I think you missed. I think you mixed up the word simp with fucking savant, dude. I am a genius, so I need things worded the way that it, I understand it. Are you telling yeah. me that, like, back when you were ten years old, you actually understood the I, category of like no like history and no, plays no, no, like no, that? No. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is I agree with Raph. During my childhood, I would watch Jeopardy with my grandparents. That was like one thing that like we always did we would watch like um, like loads and loads of jeopardy and like a shitload of law and order like those were the shows that i watched with my grandparents it's very interesting it's nice balance and like dude like i'm sorry but like i almost cried today when i saw that and the first clip and i tweeted it out um was it was the first show that Alex did after he had been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And that one guy says, we love you, Alex. And you can hear him get choked up. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, I, like, I can't watch this. Like, I'm lucky this is like a 13 second clip. Cause like, I just like, I couldn't, I watched it. I'm not even kidding boys. Probably 10, 15 times today. And I've watched probably around 10 episodes of Jeopardy today on Netflix. Cause like, I just like, oh, you went, you went full commit. You went into the, yeah, That's man. Fun. Like, dude, like you have to remember, like this guy is like one of the nicest people. He was always like a little bit like tad sarcastic. Um, yeah. with like, if he, if he said like a stupid ass answer, he always met there was well, all, though. Yeah, totally. Totally. Like the, the, one of the viral clips I saw today, which doesn't really look good on him, but it was hilarious is when that lady was talking about how she likes, um, like nerdy hip hop, yeah, or something like that, and she explained yeah. it. And at the end, he's like, "So losers." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not a good look. But I mean, come on, man, the guy passed away today. Like, it was pretty fucking hilarious how blunt that yeah. was. Yeah, <laughs> but like, shit. even though there's, but there was even one, and it actually kind of ties into football as well. Is there was a, um, there's one where uh, it's just a football category or something, and like, no contestant has like any fucking idea like they didn't even buzz in for any answer like there's how many answers on the board two four six eight a thousand so five questions per category and like and this guy and alex is like dallas cowboys fair catch he's like looking at them like are you guys that fucking stupid like and, and it's so ironic to me to the point where it's like you know like to someone who's a sports fan like when i when i hear these jeopardy contestants and they don't know i'm like a oh, fucking moron but they can basically know any bible verse or some bullshit like that or like some random thing that happened in like 1512 and like in like i don't know like ancient france and you're just like what like or how they know, you know like that? every pulitzer award ever given out and you're like what the fuck dude yeah like it, it's crazy and then like they can't even get like uh i think one of the questions was like what do you call penalties um, that cancel each other out on offense and defense? <laughs> like 
it's an offsetting penalty, you dumb fuck. And then like, and no one, and no one understands it. And I'm just like, oh my god, you guys are morons. Because like, to to mere mortals, we're just like those questions are too easy, apparently. So I don't know. Yeah, those are well, those are the category that we our eyes light up when we see them because we're that, yeah. that's the that's the only lock of a category that I'll ever have on Jeopardy. Yeah, but the um, thing, the one thing I will, if you, I don't know if we can move on after this, but the one thing I will say to close it out from my side on Alex Trebek is like, just like the intro music and like the guy who intros Alex, Johnny. And, and he's like, thank you, Johnny. Yeah. He's like, thank you, Johnny. Like that, like the way he says that, like there's some voices that just like have a natural cadence to them. It's like a Jim Houston, a doc Emmerich, a Vince Scully, and now an Alex Trebek, like just someone who just like, you just know, that it's them talking. But I've that's got, all hey, I'll say. I've got a couple questions for you guys uh, before we move on topics. They could be pr- rather quick questions, but the first one that I'll ask you guys is <clears throat> kind of this This kind of uh, analyzes your perspective of age, I guess. And is 80 years old old to you guys? Like, is that, I think, have I asked this question? I may have done it already, but is that, would you consider having lived a full life at the age of 80? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. Like I you would obviously so. wouldn't you obviously wouldn't say he died young, but would you no. and like obviously because he died of cancer, yes, scientifically, like he was robbed of some time of of some like in some in some case, but but in the same time, like <clears throat> at least in my family, I don't have a ton of people that live past the age of like eighty two. I don't know, something like that. Like Right. And and you constantly I don't know, I hear people people I feel like once you're once you're past like seventy six, seventy eight. You're kind of like you're now on borrowed time a little bit. <laughs> like I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> well, you've, got, you've 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 reached you've passed the average, like the living average in Canada. So I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like when you're 80, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, like, if I'm being fully honest, like if I got to choose an age, like I feel like we're all going to be living like quite a while oh like yeah I, like i told i don't think if uh, like natural co- or uh, like accidents aside i think the three of us the the, the age that we're at now i i think we'll be living to like we're 90 easily dude at least our generation guys who do you who do you think dies first definitely me (laughs) (laughs) yeah mr mr fucking nicotine popcorn lung at the bottom there with the fucking (laughs) griffin logo that's that guy down there (laughs) i will easily be the first one out why why do you say that i don't know you guys you guys do more athletic things than i do (laughs) uh let's not better shape too much your bodies you're, are probably you're in, in better shape aside from Elijah's fucking giant milk bag, but I mean, we're doing <laughs> yeah. fine like, over here, right? I would definitely, say that you, you're 100%. I was going to say, definitely the smoking's a problem, but I mean, we're working on it slowly. <laughs> I, I would say that you're 100% Polish, and so you literally have vodka coursing through your veins and just like cleansing your body as it goes through. All the time. Yeah. So, so I would say that you have that natural advantage to us. Okay. Whereas Josh, Josh being Albertan just has like inherently a little bit of like, maybe I have like, oil, buddy, I have oil. Yeah. He's got veins petrol too. and just like a little bit of old school <laughs> racism thro- flowing through those veins too. Just like cow town style. What do you have? Uh, I'm just a little bit of a Chris ass bitch sometimes, but, um, I <laughs> would say from a prob- family of God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Jesus in my soul. Yeah. <laughs> He's done oh well. God. He's done well in the past. So remember, you know what? <laughs> I remember when we were kids growing up, we'd walk into your grandparents' house sometimes, and they always had that Bible like right at the front door. And I would just look at it and be like, "I should not be in this oh, house yeah. right now." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm not welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's okay. I never, I never read from it either. But no, but no. that's all good. I read like three um, verses, maybe. One other question before I move on. This might just be a quick one because you might not have any ideas off the top of your head. Anyone to replace? Does anyone replace Alex Trebek going on? No. Yes. So who yes. do you think it is? Do you think there's any leads on anyone? I I think it's going to be probably. Can't wait. Can't wait. I was watching. I was going to say, do you think they re- replace Alex Trebek and try and fill his role, or does he go down in history and no one can replace him? Oh, like that. I think like that's he, easy. That like he'll be the. Oh, I think of all that's time. a given. 
Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, don't think I think, it, I think it's a decision find... of I think it's a decision of whether or not you want the show to continue. Yeah. And it's like it's a pretty I, I, iconic show as well as an iconic host. So I think I think you got to continue it. I just want to make sure that no one here thinks that we're trying to replace Alex Trebek. Ah, uh, that's no. that's a good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, a good call. Yeah, no, no one, no one ever will. Um, yeah. yeah. I think though the interesting thing, uh, and I heard it through KFC on his two minute uh, two minute rant today on Barstool. Was he said Ken Jennings should replace Alex Trebek on Jeopardy? And I'm like, wait, what was it? What was it? You cut out a little bit. I said that um, I was watching KFC's Two Minute Warning. What was what was the name? Ken Jennings. Who's Ken Jennings? What do you mean? I don't know who that is, dude. Raf, do you know? Uh, I wish Google would load quicker. No. Oh, he's a he's a Jeopardy contestant. Okay. Dude, look at the records up. that this guy has. 74 wins. That's pretty good. That's uh, yeah, all right. Got, Dude, this guy has the, he has the longest winning streak in Jeopardy history and the what most about, wins. But dude, He's the he winningest was, contestant. Do we really want to take him out of the game? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he how does it, it anymore. Can't just leave I don't the think game he does it anymore. How is he supposed to come back for Jeopardy All-Stars if he's the host? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'll just school all of them if they don't buzz in quick enough. He'll participate. Are there are there any celebrity uh, celebrity fill-ins that you think are out there? I think a hilarious one would be Paul Bissonnette. Can you imagine him trying to pronounce, like read <laughs> out the questions, dude? <laughs> I would be dying, dude. It would turn into a full satire show. It'd be like Saturday Night Live coming at you. Here's here's my thing. Here's an idea. I know he's retired now. But like, what if we brought back like Vin Scully or Doc Emmerich for Jeopardy? Oh, dude, replacing replacing Trebek with uh, it's not really called replacing, I guess, but like filling in Trebek with with Vin Scully would not be a good idea because I feel like Vin Scully's like also very close to dying as well. That would not be. A, I, don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if the Jeopardy world can handle we, two deaths that quickly. We should do so guys. Vin Scully's ninety two. You're gonna replace him as ninety two. <laughs> Dude, why don't we just get fucking Will Ferrell to do it like he did that one SNL skit? Oh, yep. God, I remember that. <laughs> With Justin Bieber and Burt Reynolds and fucking whoever else is in there. <laughs> It'd be such a good lineup. He'd be great for yeah. it. That would be that would be money. I think so. There's a lot there's a lot of funny options out there. I don't know. I can't think of a logical option out there. But yeah, no chance. Either way, let's move on. Uh, next topic here. We've got this is one of the fucking most tragic parts of the fact that we have to record over discord on this episode is the fact it's the first episode that josh has frosted tips for and <laughs> bonnie henry just like she's ruining my fucking life with this dude i need to see this i need to be on that black couch looking at you and like kind of dying laughing josh if you, won't, if you won't show us can you at least tweet out a photo yeah i'll probably do something <laughs> um, i think i need it my okay well why don't we get into the tips uh yeah talk about the tips a little bit just the tip so scale <laughs> takes a little bit more for me raf i'm not like you uh um, josh josh one time zero is still zero what are you trying to say yeah <laughs> so my question to you guys is when i first brought it up on a scale of one to ten one being like i'm joking like i'm lying and 10 being like, I'm dead serious, like it's going to happen. How serious do you guys think I was? Uh, Absolutely serious. Uh, uh, okay, so a 10 out of I, 10. I, I was definitely on like the 2.5 out of 10. Like oh, I was, you thought, oh, you thought I was joking? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh my God. Well, not some, it, was, it was either I thought you were 100% joking or I thought you 100% lost a bet. When I found out it was neither of those, I was like, well, that's a curveball. Like, yeah. didn't expect that coming. Dude, honestly, okay, well, backstory to it is I was pissed drunk when I messaged my hairdresser. I'm like, hey, I'm like, is this doable? And she's like, she's like, yeah, absolutely it is. She's like, when do you want to come in next? I'm like, well, I'm like, why don't we do Friday? And this was last Sunday, so basically a week from today. And uh, honestly, no regrets, boys. It actually looks pretty sick. I actually really like it. I think it looks pretty dope. Uh, yeah, and it actually you know. really, like, I'm going to get like a little technical here. It actually blends with my hair pretty well. Like you look at it and like, obviously like, like you can obviously tell like it's dyed, but like, it's not like super obvious. Like I had some people come up to work for me, uh, or at work and come and talk to me and they're like, 
They're like, did you do something with your hair or like, did you just get a haircut? Like it wasn't blatantly obvious. Okay. So it's and actually that's, not bad. That is the one thing about frosted tips with you specifically is that they're usually a very obvious haircut. But with what Ralph was saying, we're like, you don't have very, you have blonde hair already. I feel like it's blending in quite well. Yeah. But make no mistake, I, the next second I get, I'm finding my way out to your work. I'm finding my way out to your house. <laughs> I, will, I will bring you outside just to watch, just to look at them. Like, <laughs> like they are out there. But Dude, confidence, I, I, confidence I, is a great, is a great, great attribute to have, my friend. Yeah. Dude, I actually, it was, I was dying because I had some people come up to me and like the post that you uh, put on um, for like the sneak peek at our last podcast about the frosted tips. People came yeah. up to me and they're like, oh my God, they're like, are you actually getting frosted tips? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, they're like, who is the other guy that I was talking about? Like, oh, that was Raph. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, Raph, like, I'm going to be getting tips done and they will be frosted. And here we are, boys. And I just kind of look like Jack Frost right now, but it's okay. It's like a nice platinum look, so I'm down with it. <laughs> You've gone platinum blonde? Is what you're telling us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, platinum blonde. I've leveled up. <laughs> I'm a superior. <laughs> Only fans coming soon. <laughs> Can we all do like awesome haircuts? I've gotten this done. Raph, I think well, I don't know what you should do. You should get like a ponytail or something. I've like, I've grown out my hair. Back. That's a pretty no I think way. it's a pretty good addition. You got a what? I said I, I've grown out my hair over the past few months, so I think that's a pretty good addition. I Elijah, a pretty good I mix think, <laughs> Elijah, I think you just need to shave the sides just a little bit and just get the moule out. Yeah, but if, if, if I if I if I shave the sides, then I don't look like the sister wives guy Cody anymore. <laughs> and so I can't. I took a picture at a dinner the other night where, where they held they literally held up an iPhone of like the dude next to my face and I and I held up number four for the amount of wives I had too. It was sick. <laughs> Jesus. Four and counting, baby. Let's go. Polygamy oh at its finest. <laughs> is polygamy like a controversial topic? Like I know we all disagree with it, but is it kind of like like the like a lot of other conversations right now where like I'll get vindicated if I even make a joke about it? Wait. Probably. Is it you think bad? It's like that? Yeah. Should I say that I don't know what it is, or is that just not? Well, do you know what monogamy is? Yeah, that's true love, right? <laughs> shit. Monogamy, like monogamy is a sexual being practice faithful? with one partner. Oh, okay. it's not even necessarily like emotional. It's just I, I don't think it is. I think it's defined as sexual relations with one person. But like ever? No, no, no. Just one partner at a time. Like, oh. Like you would okay, basically so be yeah, in a relationship being, yeah, like you ain't so fucking around. Faithful. Whereas like So yeah. being faithful. Okay. And uh okay. what what's it called when you're just like uh fuck, what what is it called when you're not a polygamist, but you're uh um you kinda like a hoe, like you're a man hoe, you go around. What's what's an that adul- word, Raph? An adulterer? No, that's a cheater. Nice try. Oh, yeah. This is our our credibility here is really taking a fucking shot. We cannot figure <laughs> out like oh promiscuous, that's what it is. I think that's I think that's the like the same term along the same level as monogamy is is promiscuous. It's where you like you ain't you're just like you're going with the flow. You're seeing multiple people all at the same time. But polygamy is where you have like like multiple committed partners all in the same relationship. It's kind of Oh fucked. fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So he okay. has, he that, has yeah, like four wives. Like isn't four wives like a, and they're all married. Isn't that like is a bigger thing in the Southern more, States? Or like the Midwest or something? A, that's a know, Mormon but, thing, right? I don't think it's Mormon, but I think it's illegal. I think it, it's kind of close to Mormon, <laughs> I guess. But it's, I don't think it's illegal. I think it's frowned upon. <laughs> is that, oh my! Is that a good God. joke? <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not. A, it's not illegal. It's not Mormon, but it's illegal. So, like, kind of the same thing. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Christ! We're You're getting into religion topic here. Let's go. No, 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 next no, no. The, next on to the next controversial <laughs> topic here. Um, we had a very, a very inspiring speech made where it was said that we need to come together as a nation and, and unite once again and understand that stick and ring podcast is the king of Vancouver. Um, obviously we've been projected to take over this nation within the next, I think four months here. Um, we'll probably be the top podcast, top influencer, top everything, probably top OnlyFans account 
by January 21st. <laughs> and I think, uh, I think we might even have, uh, another running mate coming with maybe, maybe, maybe we'll pick a, a vice, a vice podcast when it comes to it. But, okay. uh, yeah, so we got, we got some election talk. Um, no, I'm not fiddling with anything, dude. Fuck dude, off. It sounds like you're fiddling with aluminum foil every time you talk. Oh, is it? Cause I have to like hold my mic with this one. This one Probably. sucks. Yeah, it's rubbing on something. Fuck off. Sorry. That sucks. It's, you know what it is in my beard? Because <laughs> when I move, it, it scratches my very manly beard. You didn't shave your beard for No Shave November? Uh, no, correct. I did you not. You cheated? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, didn't. I figured like, it's a slap in the face to Megan if I'm, if I'm going to shave my face and not my bush over the last like eight months. That's fair. I, should, I, mean, I can't put an effort anywhere else. I'm, I have to put an effort everywhere. Bailey's already been growing you know? his mustache for like a month. Elijah, do you shave your bunghole? I don't know. I don't shave anything past the waist, really. Like, <laughs> okay. We're chopping down enough trees in this world as it is. I need to preserve some. So <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think they work like that. Uh, uh, different worlds, right? Different perspectives. That's all it is. That's all it is, really. <laughs> Difference of opinions. Oh, like. uh, so we officially have a new president elect. Um, we do not. <laughs> we don't have to deal with another four years of Donald Trump. I mean, that was a bit of an opinionated statement, but Josh. The election's finally over. We can put a nail in it. It's done. Hopefully. Yep. Yep. And, um, uh, yeah, I kind of tuned out after the first uh, night, I'll be honest. Well, after after it was like almost for sure that Biden was going to win, like it just kept going in his favor. I kind of tuned out a little bit, but. Yeah, yeah. I think the most frustrating <clears throat> thing about this whole election was how long Nevada fucking took. To yeah. count the ballots, dude. The <laughs> fact that by the time that Nevada finished counting, Which I'll say they, I don't even think they Trump have was leading in Pennsylvania, and yet the Democrats just then they just went into fucking overdrive. So there was a lead change in Pennsylvania before Nevada even finished counting their fucking votes. Like that's just crazy to me. Like why did it take so long? Like. Oh, that was that was frustrating. And I remember turning it on every morning and it was just the same shit, dude. It was just the same shit. Like you could find out whatever you wanted from the election with like maybe watching like 20 minutes like of and then you'd find everything out because like it's so repetitive. It's so bad. Um, yeah. But I'm glad it's done. I'm glad it's done. Fucking it, it's crazy, man. I mean, Joe Biden, like. I think the miracle for him is whether or not he's going to be kicking around uh, by the end of the four-year term. Because <laughs> um, that guy's old as dirt. Hey, uh, no, don't worry, though. If he ends up passing on, we can, we can substitute Vin Scully. It'll be a great addition. Right? <laughs> <laughs> could bring good old Vin into, into office. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, dude, like Camilla Harris, that's huge. First, first woman VP elect. First yeah. uh, Indian woman, she's or she's uh, she's Indo-American, I should say. That's the right pronoun. And she is also Jamaican. Um, and dude, like her speeches, dude, like because Joe sucks at public speaking, her speeches fire me up. She is electric. Yeah, that girl yeah. is fucking electric. I love yeah. her. Um, dude, Donald Trump's last three I was... tweets. Oh boy. <laughs> you know, like all po- like actual oh, political belief baby. aside and, and just pure entertainment like jo- donald trump over the net like the election is over but the next four months are going to be so entertaining like like once you get past the frustration that he probably will not have a concession speech he will not concede the election he'll probably always say that he won once you get past that then it's literally one of the funniest times to be alive because like josh said he deleted his instagram account earlier like this guy is full blown raging. Yeah, it's it was actually fucked, dude. It was actually crazy. Like the the day that it happened, like one day ago, one of these things it was it got one point one million likes in all capital letters. He's like, I won this election by a lot. That's it. That's all he tweeted. Okay. <laughs> Same next tweet. And all and all this is in capital letters. The observers were not allowed into the counting rooms. I won the election. Got 71 million legal votes. Bad things happened, which our observers were not allowed to see. 
never happened before. Millions of mail-in ballots were sent to people who never asked for them. Okay? That was one. Another one. 71 million legal votes. The most ever for a sitting, uh, for a sitting president. I'm like, oh my god, dude. I'm like, just... <laughs> Trump, I'm going to I'm going to say one thing, dude, and I know it's a tough pill for a guy like him to swallow, but three words. Take the L, dude. Take yeah. the fucking L. Yeah. It's gotten so bad that apparently like Melania and like some of his kids are like, dude, like you need to concede. Like you actually like you like you got to stop. Like like it's not going to happen. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, nothing is going to change. Like it's, it's, it's uh, did you did please tell me you guys saw that um that press conference that they did accidentally outside the Four Seasons landscaping company? Like, no. Oh my fuck, Josh. We should have we should have prepped so that I can literally we could have had a good long conversation about this. But maybe I'll inspire you. Raf, did you hear about it? No, I did not. Oh my god, dude! This is literally this this is an exact scene out of The Office with fucking <laughs> with Michael Scott, dude. Like Michael Scott had this happen. So. Apparently, when they were booking a press conference, one of the one of the team members, I don't know if it was Rudy Giuliani himself that books it. I don't I imagine it's not, but they meant to book the Four Seasons Hotel and they booked the Four Seasons Landscaping Company like in it was like a garage, like one of those like, you know, the you like the the um like storage space garages where it's just like floor to ceiling garage and it comes down. It was just one of those like in a parking lot. And so, like, they had to go into a press conference in, like, a very, like, just, just like, rough and rugged parking lot. And it was fucked. Oh there was, like, a little God. presidential stand. And it was, oh, my God. It was priceless, dude. Priceless. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, it's, it's a, a tough, tough look. look. Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, well, that's, what else was I going to say about well, we that? Had, that? That was that was our election stuff right there. Do you want to keep going on the election here? No, but I was curious about just previous u.s elections dude yo go back and look at how much barack obama won by in 2008 dude he he crushed it he railed john mccain like he railed him like it wasn't even fair like i was just curious to see because i'm like everyone's like oh my god barack obama greatest president of all time which i would say in our lifetime he was or at least like one that actually is somewhat relevant to me um and yeah, dude, like this guy had like three hundred and fucking like forty, fifty electoral votes. Three sixty-five, dude. Three sixty. He had three sixty-five. Thanks for it's, fucking. Coming. That is like this is the this was the fucking like Joe, John McCain was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Barack Obama just Drew Brees slinging touchdown passes all throughout the two thousand eight election. Dude, that's get crazy. Fuck. That's crazy. He was just dropping state after state on John McCain's ass. Yeah. Um, didn't realize that John McCain was actually dead or is dead. <clears throat> yeah, he he died. I think this last year, didn't he? Yeah, I think in twenty eighteen. I forgot about that. Okay, yeah, that's quite a long time ago. Yeah, fuck that up. Um. Yeah, I mean that that was I one thing I will say that I'm looking forward to with this with this uh with Joe Biden being elected is that hopefully we get to hear Barack Obama make another speech because that guy's speeches do I know Kamala Harris said that you you said she fired you up and she does, but Barack Obama might be one of the best speech givers I've ever listened to. Totally. Like yeah. He's he's so he's just, oh it's just it's pure gold. I love it. Yeah. Uh, okay, we can we can move on though. Um, so the next topic here, we I just wanted to touch on kind of the specific no COVID or the new COVID restrictions that we've been hit with. Um, it's been described as probably uh, the necessary decision that has to hit BC right now and Vancouver and the Fraser Valley, uh, but also one of the most crushing decisions ever to Elijah's social life and Josh's athletic life ever to happen, and also Raffles. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> We're just we're just talking about how you can't live your dream right now, and how we should probably make a formal letter to Bonnie Henry that you want to play hockey. Oh yeah, sure, go for it, go nuts. You can you can sign my name at the bottom. <laughs> Sick, dude. I think it's I think it's worth it. But for those that are listening that aren't in town, I don't imagine there's many of you except for the New Zealanders. What up? What wait? What are what are New Zealanders? They're not Kiwis, right? They're Kiwis. yeah, they're the Kiwis. They are Kiwis. Kiwis, my man. I love Kiwis. Let's go. Uh, actually, the fruit too. I'm a big fan of the green ones, not the yellow ones so much. Um. New new restrictions, so you cannot, you ha- pretty much have to stay within your immediate household, right? Yeah. You cannot go to a friend's house. You cannot go. You cannot go to anyone's house 
really, for a social gathering. It doesn't matter how many people are there. If you do not live with them, you cannot go over there. Yep. Yeah. This went live so, Saturday at 10 p.m. and it's going until, what, the 21st of November? Yep, two weeks. Dude, you know two it's weeks. fucked? What's I saw, that? I saw videos uh, today of people who were at Metrotown. Just obviously, yeah. like, because people want to go shopping like holiday season. It's like a month away, let's say. Apparently, the place is just fucking packed with people right now. Yeah, I actually saw, dude, I saw an Instagram story today of one of my buddies that's over there. And I'm like, holy fuck, dude. I'm like, that is crazy. Like, that is the social distancing restriction in effect. Yeah, like, yeah, it's nuts. And like, I think, like, we're going to have to close stuff down. Yeah. Because, like, people are going to, like, what's going to happen now? So, like, if you can't go over to each other's houses, well, there's a bunch of other neutral places that you can go to that are open. Yeah. The mall is one of them. You know, yeah. restaurants, they say. Now, again, I think it's hard to police this one. But if you don't live in the same household, you're not supposed to go out to eat. So, like, if you if the boys want to go out and grab a beer, we can't even do that. Technically, can't do that. Um, you know, so... But the mall, like, what's the mall? Like, what would you guys consider Dude, that? Like, the it's mall, not the mall has been such a The mall has been such a dumb place throughout the entire pandemic because even once businesses were given, were given the green light to go ahead and reopen with all their new rules, like, the mall makes zero sense because every shop within the mall has, has occupancy restrictions, but the actual building itself has no occupancy restrictions. Yeah, yeah like, and and even if they do, it's like, how do you monitor that? Like, when you think of a yeah. big mall, like it's fucking huge. Like, there's no, there's no amount of people, like that can actually police that stuff. Like, there's no, no chance, yeah. right? Well, there's what, only and, and so much the stores can do. Really, like th- what this this new wave of restrictions. What this really is is two things. It's it's fucking social grounding, which sucks. But it's the and my, I think we all agree it kind of is like a necessary step to totally. try and do something because over from Monday to Friday of the last week, I think we started on a Monday with something like on average per day about two seventy cases to two eighty. Yeah, and then and then by Friday we had hit like five forty or five eighty per yeah. day. Yeah, and a majority and of those so, like, cases it, were all it, it in was, our, our area too. Hey. Yeah, I think like 90% or something like that were in the Fraser Valley and coastal Vancouver. So like yeah. basically the entire lower mainland, we fucked ourselves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so one thing, is it kind of screams social grounding because you you can do everything. Sorry, you can do nothing except like go to businesses. That's all you can do. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, it's basically like the beginning of quarantine, the very beginning of quarantine, except you can go to businesses, which is like basically the other side of it is trying to help the economy and keep the economy alive, I guess. But I'm, I mean, I, I don't logically, when you take the economy factor out of it, I think it's really putting a lot of people in a tough spot because like you said, you, you can still go to dinner, the mall, like <clears throat> you can still go to the mall and it's causing more people to go there. Cause you can't go to at home or you can't yeah. go to someone's house. So it, it just puts you in a really weird spot. Yeah. I think the other thing as well is just like, you know, um, Man, I, fuck! I forgot what I was gonna say. Oof. God damn it, Josh! That's so fucking <laughs> stupid. I hate myself right now. I'm so mad. What the fuck was I gonna say? I it's I, okay, I literally like it's I okay. could feel it leaving my head. I could feel it leaving my head, and I'm like, come on, Elijah, wrap up your thoughts so I can talk. And then like uh, as, soon, as soon as I start talking, I'm like yeah, it's gone. I'm like Josh, you know it's a you know it's a valuable skill to develop. Memory. Don't try and don't try and focus on uh, your own thoughts when other people people are talking. Focus on what they're saying instead. Are you just? But then, you, but then me, are you, you calling me selfish? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying it's like it's like it's a really good thing to practice when speaking to other people. Yeah, but like, I do you spend more time I, listening to them because if you're trying to think of your own thoughts and trying to think of what you want to say, you stop paying attention to them entirely, and they could switch up the no, conversation I, on you. This is this is true for conversation, but for podcasting, I would say like you need to be able to do both because if you can't if you can't like think of what you're gonna say 100%. while they're, they're talking, then you're you're kind of fucked. I agree with you, but right now Josh can't do either. So yeah, he's kind it's of thanks he's for struggling. <laughs> he's big time struggle bus. Did it come back to you? Um, no, no. We bought you like a minute there, dude. I know. Well, now I'm focusing so on your thoughts, Raph. I want. I have kind of a question <laughs> for you, Josh, and this is. Maybe Raffle can give it his opinion on this, but um, 
given the fact that you and I have antibodies, have you caught yourself at all kind of saying like, like whenever you read a restriction where you're like, oh, that really impacts me, but like, I don't really want to listen to it because I have antibodies. Like, I mean, it kind of sounds selfish, but like, have you had that <laughs> moment yet at all? Um, have you? N- e- yes. Like, I, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I haven't done anything stupid, but also at the same time, like when people are like, you know, like when people are isolating, like how pussies, like, I'm not going to get it. Like I've got antibodies and you know what I mean? Like I kind of chirp them in that sense. Yeah. Um, totally. but like, do I feel a little bit invincible right now? Kind of, but I know that like, it doesn't stop me from getting it. Like, obviously I know I can still yeah. get it. It increases my, your chances, but it doesn't like, you're yeah. not immune. That's for sure. But, but my recovery time is a lot quicker. Yeah. You know, I, like I, I'm I'm only in the pits for like two seconds. Raf's there for like fifteen, like that yeah. sort of thing. You know what I mean? The <laughs> the example I'll give is that when we were because we had our trip to the island coming up on Monday, we were going to go hang out with some of the podcast friends and really get to network a little bit for the first time. And I was stoked for it. I think we all were. And when I saw the new restrictions come up, I was temp- I was talking to Megan about it a lot, and I was tempted to to pitch it to you guys. And I've completely scrapped it now in my head. But what I was thinking is that like, like on the island right now, they only have like. 10 cases or something like that like or they not they don't have recently when we had like 580 cases they only had 10 new ones so they, they're really slow are really low on the on the level for that kind of stuff and and then when i thought about it the three of us going over there like yeah. me and josh have antibodies so raf is really the only only like risky one to go over there and i don't know it just it, it kind of seemed logical to be able to say like this isn't a bad option for us to go hmm and I felt kind of selfish saying that, but I also felt like I was operating within the rules of the, of the law. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, within the rules though, because the rules are that people within the Vancouver coastal health region or the Fraser Valley health region, we can't go in and out of our own region. Well, the, the wording that they used on it, they said they strongly recommend not traveling. And okay. so it, it wasn't, it wasn't like, the, <laughs> unless, yeah, it, was, unless it, it was, an essen- unless it was essential travel. Yeah, no, they, they strongly recommended, uh, to not, do any non-essential travel but it was weird because like when you put all of the restrictions in list form like everything says you cannot go to someone's house you cannot go to a restaurant with someone that is not in your immediate house and then and then when it comes to this one it says we strongly recommend that you don't do this where it's not saying black and white like don't do it you know i think that's yeah. a way of them saying like it's super frowned upon but it's not illegal like you're not going to get fined if you do it yeah well that's that's what i mean like i i felt like maybe it's a bit selfish but i felt like we, we would have been operating within the rules well, I mean, yeah, but I think the thing is, though, is, like, the, like, you can't stop, like, a province or a country, like, you can't stop, like, you can't ground airplanes, you can't stop ferries from going, like, there's obviously, like, essential services that need those things to obviously fully function. Um, yeah. So, like, you obviously have to put them in use, and you you obviously still have to use them, so... You might as well open them up to the public, but again, it's like, dude, like we're not important enough. But I like, I beg to differ. Like, is podcasting not essential? Well, I- this is a this is a business. <laughs> yeah, the stick and ring boy is not essential. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I'm just fucking around here. Like, for all you yeah. fucking senti people out there, like, let's just pump the brakes. I'm just yeah, joking. For- <laughs> but for the sake of the argument, I'm just saying. That, That's like, what I was gonna say. I too. could I could easily claim that this is a job. Like to Ishan Dylan, this is a job. Like yes, what if this we're is, this is their like, full time job? Like what if we're fucking around and we're not doing our shit and like they need to fire us and they need to do it in person because they need like a witness? That's essential travel. Yeah, and totally. it's for podcasting and for like us to go out there. I felt like that was an essential business meeting to go and be like, "Yo, we're it's trying to go pick some dollars trip. out." Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I was I was going to go up to the front desk and be like, "Yeah, where are you going?" It's for business. Like when when people, airport people ask you, "What's your what's the purpose of your job?" Be like, "It's pure fucking dollar bills, dude. Straight cash, no checks, homie." Yeah, like exactly. That's, that's what I was ready to say, but I guess I think we I guess we sided on the right side of history on this one, and, and a little bit of. A little bit of error in our judgment, which is good. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, for once, we're actually doing the smart thing, so we're good. Yeah. Some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you. Brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. And now Semenko out in front of the goal, pounding away at Joe Kocher, who's down on the ice. 
holding the back of his head. Um, you know, actually, what, what really surprised me, especially with Twitter being like Leaf Nation, was Grimson over Colton Orr. That actually, that voting really surprised me. I didn't think that would happen. Don't forget to catch the Fourth Line Voice Podcast wherever you find your podcast, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Mark Bergevin. And everybody goes on and on with the whole PK thing and blah, oh, and he hated him because he doesn't like fun and blah, blah, blah. I have heard from a few people that Mark Bergevin's hilarious. No, this guy was a riot. You know, he would uh, be at the bar and he's like, oh, I just had a penis colada. And the girls would like give a double take and be like, what? He's like, yeah, I had the penis colada. You know, I, it's not bad. You know, this. Enforcer-based podcasting wherever you get podcasts from. Let's move on. What do we have next here? Well, you got two two of Josh's favorite topics to finish off this episode. Let's start with the Bachelorette, Josh. Now, I've I've caught myself up on the episode. I'm sure you've watched the episode. Oh, you bet your sweet bippy I did. <laughs> uh, I'm ready, dude. I'm ready. We got man. What? Give give me some thoughts here. Your boy, okay. your boy Dale buckles his knee and gets down on one knee. Okay, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Well. Well, no, my prediction was, was that I think uh, I said that I thought Dale was going to stay and Claire was just going to be out like fucking see you later. Um, and the way, you know how like they always do like teasers and shit of like how the next episode's going to go. Like, bruh, like when I saw that one clip of Chris Harrison going up, to uh to Claire on like the altar or whatever the hell you want to call it. Being yeah. like, we need to talk. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah. I just did a hot take for Stick and Rick on the Bachelorette. <laughs> Let's fucking go. And then he does that. And she's like, please don't make me cry. And he's like, I won't. And he's like, I'm just so happy for you. I'm like, fuck you, Chris. I'm like, yeah, I already dude, said that, was... that to her 30 seconds ago. ago. I'm like, get the <laughs> fuck out of my face. That was literally one of the most scripted scenes of the entire show ever to be had where it was like, hey, Chris, I know you wouldn't normally say this to her, but like, we kind of need a cliffhanger clip to be able to post in the previews. So yeah. just go up to her and say this real quick. Can we <laughs> like, just start <laughs> calling those Chris hangers? Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. great. In, in oh, memory okay. of Alex Trebek, I think we should say, "What is what is Chris Hangers?" What? Yeah, what is Chris Hangers? Um, but dude, like, honestly, Dale's kind of a fucking loser. Um, I'm just gonna say it. I All just right. like, I just think he's just kind of douchey. Um, I love Claire, oh, but she was really annoying on the show. Like, yeah. bro, I'm like this. I'll I'll level with some of the boys on the show when they're all like, <laughs> dude, I could have been like, if I had a penny for every time that someone said, this isn't what I signed up for on the latest episode, I'd be yeah. a fucking millionaire, dude. <laughs> I could be a fucking millionaire. It was actually dude, so funny. How about, how about the guy with like the really deep V-neck and some tattoos and, and being like, hey, you should apologize to us. <laughs> Like, oh in front of every like making her tell you're like dude, i think you dude, need to that's kenny. all of us dude that's that kenny, kenny right and yeah. you know what's fucked is when he came out of the limo i um i said to myself and like again like it's all hearsay but i literally thought in my head I'm like this guy's name is like fucking kenny or something i'm like look at him i'm like this guy's a kenny and sure as shit it's sure enough it's eh? it, it says kenny Boy band manager. I'm like, yep, that makes sense. I'm like, <laughs> that fits look at the this. mold perfectly. And he's like 39, dude. He, he's he's an old guy for for these looks. That's for sure. Yeah, but for like, sure. I found that that was one of my favorite scenes when he, yeah, he asked her to apologize, and she was being like, nah, and then all the guys after were like, yeah, yeah, you don't have to apologize. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh completely God, sewered him. Like that one, ni- like that one nice Asian guy. The Asian guy on there, I love him. He's dope. Oh, uh, he's, he's a go simp, far. dude. He's a so he's such a <laughs> simp. Get him out of here. <laughs> Yo, can we? Yeah, I love the emotional guys, dude. The guys are like, who are so pent up, and they're like, dude, I I don't know if this keeps going on. Like, I I don't know if I can control myself. Like, I'm I'm I might flip out, dude. Dude, that <laughs> was bro, dude. That was the football lineman. I'm like, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna pancake block someone? Like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. Is Claire going to come you, up and you're just going to chop block Claire? Like, relax, bro. <laughs> this, is, this is the way it goes, man. This is the way of the road. Dude, I'm uh, actually... <laughs> I can't, dude. I'm actually... 
<laughs> just drop block. Give Claire the swim move. <laughs> the swim move and go to Tasha. Oh <laughs> Fuck, God. dude. That was the um, worst. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, this this series, like, I'm pumped to see what happens. Um, you know, like, they, they left it on the Chris hanger, as they always do, with, like, Tasha like, opening the door and you don't see any of the guys' reactions. Uh, but, yeah. dude, I think Riley... I think that guy's Loki like a hothead. I think he's gonna get so yep. heated. Um, yeah, he, uh, he definitely shows signs of that. That's for dude, sure. I love Easy, dude. The sports agent. Oh, uh, that guy should go far. He should. That guy's sick. I love Easy. Uh, the guy that also I don't know his name. Um, I think he's actually one of the Canadians. Uh, he's the I don't guy know that the cast like, too well. Yeah, he's the guy that showed up in a straight jacket in the first night, and he was in the straight jacket for the entire time. What? But, Someone uh, showed up in a fucking straight jacket? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I forget the reason. Um, what the but, dude, fuck would? Why would you do that? I don't know. It was in something reference to like Claire's past or something, but it was like kind of funny. What? Anyway, yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah, I, I think with Tasha though, like, dude, this girl's a smoke. I follow her on Instagram now. She, oh, oh, baby, I don't know where she came from though. I don't know her history. Like, I remember watching Claire's season um, when she was with uh, Juan Pablo, and she basically told Juan Pablo to like fucking pound sand and fuck off. Uh, uh, go fuck yourself, man. Yeah. Um, and then I remember watching a little bit of her in Bachelor in Paradise, but I don't know where Tasha came from. Um, I don't know if she was on like a previous season. If she was, I do not remember at all. But she's she's good looking, so I'm looking forward to seeing what's going on with that. Um, but yeah, that I, that's pretty much all I had on the Bachelor. I don't have any hot takes yet, but uh, nothing, nothing for the for the Tasha side, yeah, because they really just teased her coming in, and that was it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's all. That's all I have. Um, oh, yeah, so. I would. Uh, I would say that the way Tasha's set up here, man, like she's got a chance to become one of the goat bachelorettes of all time. Because yeah, she's already she's been given a short hand. She doesn't have a lot mm-hmm. of guys to choose from, and yeah. one of them wore a fucking straight jacket to the opening. So that's weird <laughs> as fuck, dude. You should get <laughs> you should get rid of that guy the minute that you say hi to him. You see him show up in that, you're like, I do not want Hannibal Lecter. In this house, get him the fuck home right and now. And you're and you're like, get your ass back in that limo. Yeah. Like, get that limo to do a fucking J turn and get out of this driveway. <laughs> I was gonna say one of the one of the guys that I that I think, other than Bennett, Bennett's like Bennett seems like a closet douche, but he's he, he seems <laughs> kind of funny about it, which I'm okay dude, with. Dude, did you see at the end of that one episode when he's like, "Welcome to Chateau Benet"? <laughs> I fucking died. <laughs> You gotta be kidding Eddie, me, dude. Eddie Brand- dude. Did you not see it? Oh my god! So easy knocks on Bennett's door, and I guess like Bennett has his own room because like I don't know how he scored it. He probably like paid more because he's like a like a financial accountant in like New York City. So this guy's loaded. Yeah. Um, and easy comes and he like he's like welcome to chateau benet and like this guy's got like 20 pairs of shoes like this guy's rolling in the deep right now i love it i love bennett he's so funny priceless dude yeah so anyway uh i'm gonna the last point i'll make is that my boy jason i think we had this mixed up before i think blake is the guy that was freaking out and having a having a tantrum and he's a wildlife manager no it was jason no no it was jason Jason was the one freaking out? Yeah, that's the football player. That's a fucking tough (laughs) look for me because I was going to say that Jason seems like the realest of them all. Yeah. Or at least one of the realest. So I was down with Jason, but I mean, he's having a a tough time right now. So I like like Blake. I really like Blake. Uh, Blake and Jason were the ones that were contemplating like walking away. And I'm like, you guys aren't fucking walking away. I'm like, get your asses (laughs) back in here. Like, there's only 16 fucking dudes. Like, how hard can it be? Like, come well, especially on. like, like half, Elijah half the reason. 25 to one on the New York Jets. Like, and you can't handle this for like eight weeks. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. All expenses paid for. Come on. Dude. Stick <laughs> yeah. around. And, and on that note, too, like, like, what do you what, the, half the reason that these guys that people go on this show is to get like a little bit of like 15 minutes of fame 
these guys haven't even been on a one-on-one date level. They haven't even shown the world what they're about. If yeah, you're not exactly. going to get the girl, at least get your reputation out there for being a stud. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I think that's All the right. one thing is like, I just want to go on that show with the three of us and see what happens. Yeah, I'll like, tell Megan. She's cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I can't. I'd be like, I'm only really like one, I'm only like dating a girl 125th of the normal amount. So it's okay. <laughs> There's tons of other guys trying to get in their pants, so don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> um, we can move on to our last topic, some fantasy football. Really get Raffle involved in this one, obviously. Oh, obviously. Um, yeah, totally. Um, so, Josh, you, you had some you had some venting to do after this week's spreads. Uh, not your best showing, obviously. Not your worst. Uh, nope. I'm pretty known for having some bad showings, so I know what it's like. I um, just... But- <sighs> Well, you know what? The first thing I will say, and we can just t- put this as a general football talk for just one sec. Dude, the Miami Dolphins are good. Like, I'm just going to say that now. Oh, yeah. Like, My- Miami Dolphins are for real. They're for real. You know, and, you know, their defense didn't have a, a fantastic showing today, but but their no. defense is for real. That's what I'll yeah. say. Is that well, dude, they have the is, highest scoring. They have the highest scoring defense in the league. Yeah, I think tons is they. Have, I think they have like ten straight games with a turnover at this point, or eight straight games. Eleven, Something like that. Eleven. 11. There it is. There you. There you go. Eleven there you plus go, Dolphins with, uh, or eleven games with one or more takeaways in a game. Um, but the, like this season, dude. Like anytime, like they're forcing fumbles, they're intercepting passes. Like, bro, like they're taking it to the house, and it happened again today. Like it was fucking nuts. And you beat a team like Arizona. And, you know, I wouldn't say that Arizona is obviously like an unreal team. Like they're good. Um, but like, that's got to be a confidence booster. Like you go in and you play one of the toughest te- or one of the tougher teams in the toughest division in football and you come out on top, like, like that's crazy. Like, I think that's something to be recognized. My second oh, thing absolutely. is Mike Tomlin's an idiot. Did you watch the end of that Dallas game today? I didn't know. I didn't get a chance. I was out. So literally what happened was I'll make, I'll, I'll make it somewhat short here. So Pittsburgh is on, there's like less than a minute to go. Pittsburgh is up by five and they're on the Dallas's 25 yard line. It's fourth down. What would you do in that scenario? Sorry, you're up five. You're up five. You're on the Dallas 30 yard line. Pretty much 20. Yeah. The 25 yard line. You're on their 25 and you're up by five. Let's fourth down. What do you do? I mean, you kick the field goal, don't you? Yeah, that's what I thought too. Nah, sound. Uh, they went for it on fourth down. They got stuffed, and they almost <laughs> lost the game. They almost lost it, and Bailey <laughs> lost three hundred bucks because of that. Because he took the spread. <laughs> and I think he, took it was... a, he took an alternative spread with it. He took six and a half, I think, something like that. Yeah, he, yeah, I think he took five and a half. So he needed the field goal. And they went for on fourth down. You know what? That start by Dallas today, that was something. I mean, I, I had the Dallas Cowboys the entire way. Contrary to popular belief, probably, I did not switch my picks at all. I had Dallas right from the get-go, 13 and a half that, with an offense like that, even though it doesn't play yeah. well. I mean, they were marching down mm-hmm. the field in the beginning of the game. That's fine with me. I'll take four field goals in a game where you have 14 and a half points to play with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that yeah, I, I feel like obviously a better showing than than Ben DiNucci with uh, Garrett Gilbert today. But um, yeah, this was this was a trap game for the Steelers. I thought they were really going to lose it. I thought there was a big, big chance, dude. And I yeah, was I mean, for it. I mean, you look at the history of that rivalry, like the. Like the Steelers and Cowboys, dude, like that's like back in the 70s. Like that was the rivalry. Like those were the teams to beat. Like they were unreal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, honestly, I didn't have a whole lot uh, on football today other than I hate the Chicago Bears and I hate the Tennessee Titans. There's always one game a week where I look and I'm like, this is going to be such a trash bag matchup. Like it's so trash. Um <laughs> And that, and yeah, and that was that game today. The other game as well was like the Giants and the and the Washington R words. Like, dude, like what a shitty game! What a shit game! Actually, you know what? No, it wasn't shit. It was actually pretty electric seeing Alex Smith in there. Um, yeah, that was what I was gonna say. Is that the return of Alex Smith? I mean, 
unfortunately it had to happen because Kyle Allen had his legs snapped. Did you but... did you see <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Did you see the injury? I, yes, I did. Dude, I almost I barfed. Did. I'm like it made that was yeah. brody. That was a that's a tough it one. It made me want to barf and fall in it. It was not fun. <laughs> this is oh my here's God. my here's my thoughts in fantasy football. Being being this is the first year doing an entire full season pick'em league. And we've got a good 10 people in it. And this is for all the people out there that do fantasy football and for all the people that do pick them out there. Why does everyone just go with the safe picks all the time? Like, why is that the, why is that the go-getter attitude? I don't get it. Like, Yeah, like, it's not fun. Like, be yeah, bold. Yeah, it makes no sense. Be bold, but also, like, and we like in our, in our league, at least, there are pe- there, there's a handful of people who you look, you look through their picks and it's just constantly like literally the the fa- aka the favorites and also just like the obvious choices to, that you'd think would win but and and that kind of sounds stupid saying like yeah take the obvious wins you want to win the game but they never end up working out and people still don't take risks and so one of the most annoying things about pick them is when you end up with just unanimous just like unanimous picks all across the board and for the green bay game that makes sense to the san francisco 49ers have no one but yeah. for example like like the kc game I, I'm just so shocked that there's even the percentages looking at the like the total of the population of Yahoo that did not pick the Panthers. Like, how the fuck do you not pick the Panthers there? Like, it's the only thing they have going for them is is their offense, and they got Christian McCaffrey back. So I don't know. That was just like, I don't think that was an easy game to pick, but that was just like a, a definitely out there game. And then the Cowboys again. I'll take that all day. Uh, <laughs> the thing that the thing that's probably pissing people off about me saying this is that I go the complete other way with it, and I it, I don't do well doing it. But I I tend to go way too many upsets all in all in one one slate of games. But it, hey, at least I'm going for it. That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think you're right with that. Um, I mean, looking at this week, you know, there was actually some pretty good splits. I mean, like when you look at just the breakdown, like the Falcons and Broncos game, it was a well majority. It was six to two in favor of or five. Seven, how many three. people? Seven three, seven three for the Falcons, the Seahawks and Bills. That was actually, dude. I think that was six to four, which I thought was pretty surprising. Tennessee and Bears were uh, six to four. Ravens and Colts were uh, nine to one. Kansas City was eight to two. Detroit was seven to three. So like. I agree though. Like there were a couple weeks there, um, that like, Holy fuck. Like it was just like, it was literally just like everyone picked. And I'm like, this isn't fun. Cause yeah, like, I, it doesn't cause do I watched it cause I watched the games. And I'm like, well, I don't really give a shit at this point. Like I, I yeah. truly don't care. Um, and I think that's where though, I think next year, if I were to do fantasy, like this was my first year doing fantasy without actually doing like a fantasy draft, like with actual players. Uh, um, so I think next year I'd probably do both because I know that like if one, like if all my team is hurt, I'm like, okay, cool. I have pick them still or vice versa. You know, it's like, okay, we're in a repetitive league. Well, let's go over and check yeah. in on the players. You know what I mean? Like you can still kind of root for your team that way, I guess. Totally. Um, like yeah. I would say my like my my safe what I thought was my safest pick this week was the Tampa Bay game and we got fucking slapped. So I and I would love to go back into our league, I guess as an example, and just see how many times when there was at least a nine to one split, or you know what what I'll say if there was a ten when what like a complete unanimous vote, nine to one or eight to two, how many times the majority lost? Because I think there's actually quite a yeah. few times where it happens. But yeah. Either way. Boys, we got anything else for today? No, I think that's it. it. Well, hopefully, I think we're going to be doing this fucking Discord thing for a few more episodes. So, well, that's unless Elijah's creative creative mind kind of takes over and forces the guys outside. Boys, what's going to happen if we have to do our 100th episode, not in person? I'll be fucking so rattled, dude. That'll be next Thursday is when that's supposed to happen. We're doing 99.1, 99.2 until we're reunited. <laughs> we might have to talk to Dylan and Isha about just postponing our episode. Like, yeah. I don't think we should cave to the fucking to or the establishment, why, bro. Fuck the or, system. Or why don't, we, why don't we just jump to episode 101? 
I feel like that'd be a bit unsatisfying. Down the way. I th- yeah. I think I think we just keep because like our fan base are like like thousands of fans will be waiting for episode 100. Right? So I think if we jump to 101, they'll be like, wait, what the fuck? But if we just yeah, not true. don't release anything, they'll be like, oh shit, it's still coming. Yeah, Maybe. exactly. I don't know. Maybe it's flawed thinking. I don't know. Ugh. All right, fellers, it was a pleasure doing business with you today. Uh, roll Tide, right, Josh? No, go Docs. All right, sounds good, buddy. <laughs> Let's take it easy. Let's uh, keep the cases on the downtrend so that the boys can hang out with the boys and crack some beers with the boys. Oh, harder, baby.